This ad is almost 3 million gallons long because it's exactly the same amount of time it takes for that much water to flow over the deck at Niagara Falls. So how does the deck stand up to all that water? Thompson's water seal. Just another reason they call us America's recognized brand in water protection. Weather protected, water sealed. Thompson's water seal. Trust the seal. Available at a retailer near you. Welcome back to another episode of Hold On To Your Butts. I am your host, Logan Lewis. Welcome to the entertainment update of the week. How's everybody doing? How's everyone's week been? How was your weekend? If you're new to my show and you want to follow me on social networks, you can. At these locations, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at LoganLewis96. And my Snapchat is LALEW96. You can follow the social networks of the podcast if you'd like to as well the twitter is at butts podcast and the instagram is at hold on to your butts pod a couple of updates real quick um you should definitely subscribe to the show because then you get notifications on when i post a new episode i usually post two episodes a week a third if there's a special event going on but uh yeah you should definitely subscribe you won't regret it and it helps me out a lot so i'd really appreciate it if you did With that being said, I appreciate everybody who has already subscribed, rated, reviewed, done what you need to do, listened to the show, give me feedback. I really appreciate it. It means a lot to me, especially because I've wanted to do this for so long and it's great that uh, so many people are receiving it on a good end for the most part. We've got a few things to dive into today, so let's get right into it. Let's talk about some movies uh, movie news. Let's first off, let's talk about some trailers that's come out. Let's talk about Dumbo, which is set to release in 2019, uh, March 29th, 2018 to be exact. Dumbo is the story of a young elephant whose oversized ears enable him to fly, helping helps save a struggling circus. But when the circus When the circus plans a new venture, Dumbo and his friends discover dark secrets beneath its shiny veneer. Uh, This is directed by Tim Burton, and it stars Michael Keaton, Eva Green, Colin Farrell, and more. Dumbo is the next in line of the live-action Disney remakes. Uh, This is uh, one that I've been anticipating for a while, and when I watched this trailer for the first time, I was immediately hooked. This trailer is very good. I wasn't expecting them to show Dumbo right away. I thought it was just going to be little images here and there teasing it. But nope, they full-blown showed Dumbo in the flesh with his giant ears and all. And he looks great. The animation in this movie is going to be top-notch. I'm really curious to see how they do a lot of the scenes, though. I'm curious to see how they do like the, the Jim Crow scenes. How they're going to tackle that with modern-day political stuff that is going on. I wonder how that's going to be handled. I'm very interested to see how this movie turns out. I hope this movie makes a lot of money because it looks like that they're trying really hard. we got a great cast. we got great-looking animation. I'm uh, more than on board to see this movie. So uh, I'm waiting for March 29th patiently, but it needs to come now. Keeping it going with some kids' films, let's talk about The Grinch. Uh, This Grinch movie is set to be released November 9th, 2018. Uh, This is a story about the Gumpery Grinch plots to ruin Christmas for the village of Whoville, the story that we already know. It is is starring Benedict Cumberbatch, of course, playing the Grinch. 
which is very cool. Benedict Cumberbatch, Doctor Strange is playing the Grinch. What an interesting, uh, what an interesting cast that that is. Um, of all people, I did not expect to see Benedict Cumberbatch uh, playing the Grinch, but hey, here we are, and Benedict Cumberbatch is playing the Grinch. So this movie is made by the people who made Despicable Me and the Minions movies and all that jazz. And I am not excited for this movie in the least bit. I don't think this movie looks good. The two trailers they have released, it looks awful, in my opinion. I think this movie is just another stupid... I, I, I truly don't know why they're making another Grinch movie. Uh, they've done the original cartoon. They did the Jim Carrey version, which is honestly a terrible movie. But I love that movie near and dear to my heart. Um, the Grinch is a story that we've been told several times, and I don't think we need a new version. I think kids can go back and watch the old version and be happy with it, but I I just don't understand why they gotta make a new version. I'm not very excited for this movie. I'll probably end up seeing it because it'll be a family movie and my family's gonna want to go see it. Um, so when that happens, I'll tell you how I feel about it and see if it holds up and see if maybe I'm blown out of the water with my negative expectations for the film. Let's switch gears completely and let's talk about another trailer that came out this week talking about The Nun. The Nun releases September 7th, 2018 and The Nun is about a priest with a haunted past and a noviate on the uh, on the threshold of her final vows that are sent by the Vatican to investigate the death of a young nun in Romania and confront a malevolent force in the form of a demonic nun. So, this movie is the next movie in the franchise of the Conjuring spinoff universe. Because we've gotten already, we've gotten Annabelle and we've gotten Annabelle creation. Well, this is about the nun that was in the Conjuring 2. This is directed by Corin Hardy. This is starring Tessa Farmiga, Bonnie Irons, Charlotte Hope, and more. This movie, uh, I am very excited for. Uh, the trailer didn't completely sell me, um, but... Anything that is related to the Conjuring universe, I'm game for. James Wan did an incredible job with the first film and the second film, in my opinion. The Annabelle movies are okay. Annabelle creation is definitely the strongest of the two, but overall, I really like this Conjuring universe. It's probably one of the most successful universes outside of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's probably, arguably, more successful than DC's Cinematic Universe. It does way more. It's, it's way more entertaining, honestly. I really enjoy these movies. So I'm very, very excited for this movie. Um, it's going to be pretty good. I, I, I mean, even if it's mediocre, I think it'll still be somewhat good, I think. Um, so, yeah, The Nun, please. Again, all these trailers are available online. Everyone can, everyone can watch. So let's, uh, let's go look up these trailers. But before we go look up those trailers, there's one more trailer I want to look, talk about, and that's Unfriended to the Dark Web. So this movie comes out July 20th, 2018, another horror film, and it's about a teen that comes into possession of a new laptop and soon discovers that the previous owner is not only watching him, but will do anything to get it back. It's directed by Steven Succo, starring Rebecca Rittenhouse, Chelsea Alden, Betty Gabriel, and more. This movie is the sequel to Unfriended, which was a completely shot on Skype horror film that came out, I think, in 2015 or 2016, and I really, really enjoyed that movie. 
Um, it was a surprise hit. I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I did, and it turns out it was a smash, so I can't complain. If you haven't seen Unfriended 1, you should definitely see if you can try to get it somewhere. Uh, it's it's not very, very well received, but I thought it was great. It was original, it was cool, it was scary, it was jumpy, it was everything that you would want a horror movie to be, it was, and I, therefore I was sold. So please go look up the trailer again for Unfriended The Dark Web. Now let's talk about a movie that I saw recently, a movie that everybody seems to be talking about. It's called The Incredibles 2. The Incredibles 2 is about Bob Parr, which is Mr. Incredible, is left to care for the kids while Helen Parr, Elastigirl, is out saving the world. This is directed by Brad Bird, and it stars Craig T. Nelson, Holly Hunter, Samuel L. Jackson, and more. Uh, the movie came out June 15th, 2018, just last weekend, and it is a little under two hours at a, an hour and 59 minutes. Or 58 minutes, excuse me. So, I won't spoil, this is not going to be um, a spoiler slash spoiler free vi review. This is just going to be me talking about the movie. If you haven't listened to it, or if you haven't seen the movie, uh, who cares? Right, just pause this, go back, uh, see the movie. If, you've, if you want to see this movie, you've seen it by now. This movie has been in the making for 14 years. Fans have wanted this. The public has wanted this movie forever, and it's finally here. So if you cared that much about spoilers, then you would have seen the movie by now. So we're going to talk about it. Um, the story was very, uh, I think, cliche, but they already... Okay, so Incredibles 1 was about Bob Parr, or Mr. Incredible, going out and saving the world. So naturally the sequel is going to be about Mrs. Incredible, her turn. Um, and I liked that. I liked uh, the dynamic that Mr. Incredible was like, wait, so now it's your turn to save the world. I guess I can stay home and watch the kids. And of course it turns into what everyone thinks. It's, it's not as easy as he thinks it's going to be. And he turns into like Mr. Mom and he's trying to take care of the kids and Jack-Jack and Violet and Dash. And it's just a, a huge thing. While she's out being a badass, he's staying at home trying to figure out math homework. So it's it's very interesting. But at the same time, it's it's very cool. It's a very cool story. But um, so, yeah, let's talk about the cast. The cast kills it again. Everyone sounds the same except for Dash. Dash is a different actor because, of course, Dash, the actor that played him originally probably has grown up 15 years older actually so his voice definitely dropped he definitely went through puberty so there's not gonna be a whole lot of way to get him to play dash again so they had to recast him but that's okay the new voice of dash uh huck milner did a good job i uh, i enjoyed him so yeah sarah vowell played violet uh, there's a great this this is a great cast. It's got Sophia Bush, Michael Byrd, Samuel Jackson, Bob Odenkirk, Eli Fusile, Catherine Keener. It was a good it was a good cast. I was really uh, really satisfied with the voice cast that they got for this film. Let's talk about the villain in this movie. I won't talk about super spoilers, but I'll just tell you what I thought about the villain. The villain was the Screen Slaver. Um, the Screen Slaver was. An interesting concept. They went for more of a psychological uh, uh, kind of conflict this time, rather than, you know, Incredibles 1 had Syndrome and the Omnidroid, 
um, which was more of a physical threat to the uh, Incredibles, but this time around it was a uh, it was more of a psychological threat, and I liked that. I liked the way they switched it up. I liked the twists. I liked a lot of this movie was predictable, but at the same time, it was still good because of the way they executed it. Let's talk about the uh, overall thoughts. So. When I saw this movie, I saw it on Father's Day, which was probably the worst idea I've had in a long time. You can't go and see an animated movie the week end of a holiday, Memorial Day, Mother's Day, Father's Day, whatever. Because you know every family and their dog is going to go see this new kids movie. Because they're going to be like, oh, it's a family thing. Let's do it as a family. Well, sure enough, there was like three crying babies in my theater, which just ruined the experience for me. I kind of went into the movie with a negative attitude because of this like being busy and... These crying children. It was just ruining the experience for me. But overall, I, I, I think this movie deserves a 4 out of 5. I gave it a 4 out of 5 movie reels. 4 out of 5 stars. I think it deserves it. This movie... I have really high expectations for this movie. So after I've slept on it for a few days, I realized just how good this movie was. It was very funny, very entertaining, very good action for when it happened. Very good dialogue, very good acting, good performances throughout... Overall, a good movie and a very worthy sequel to The Incredibles. It was much needed, and I hope it doesn't take this long again to get a third and final installment in The Incredibles franchise. So, yes, if you haven't seen it, please go see The Incredibles 2. Now, with that being said, let's talk a little bit, just for a tad, about the short film that premiered in front of of The Incredibles 2. And as you guys know, Disney always releases these short films or uh, whatever before their Pixar movies. I believe it's just their Pixar movies. So, this one is called Bao, B-A-O. And it's about a Chinese-Canadian woman suffering from an empty nest gets a second shot at motherhood when one of her handmade dumplings comes alive. I know what you're thinking. It sounds really weird, but trust me, this is probably one of the best, if not the best short film I've ever seen. Um, it blew me away the way that it was executed. Again, I won't, I won't spoil anything, but it just, it, it, it was just a great thing. And you'll probably cry. My mom did. I did. It's just a thing. This movie's going to, or this short film is going to jerk some tears from you. So, uh, I would give that a five out of five. Probably one of the greatest short films I've ever seen. So please, whenever that short film comes on, don't be like, ugh, not another short film. Thanks, Disney. No, don't put your phone out. Please just, just pay attention to it. It's very, very well done. Let's talk about music. The music that came out this week isn't as mainstream. We got some different, uh, some different artists. So there are a few singles that came out this week that I should touch on. The first single, that being by 2 Chains, the song is called Bigger Than You, featuring Drake and Quavo from the Migos, and this song is a banger. This song hits. I love the beat in this song. 2 Chains kills it. Quavo kills it, but Drake's verse is just eh, but still, this song is a banger. Uh, listen to it. I'm sure you'll be hearing it in the coming weeks in the bars and the clubs and such, so yeah. Uh, 2 Chains, Bigger Than You. Then we got Cole Swindell. Uh, Cole Swindell's uh, album is coming out, I think, in September. But his title track, Reason to Drink, single came out. And this is another hit. This is going to be a country jam you're going to hear all summer. Hear it on the radio. You're going to hear it at pool parties. You're going to hear it at barbecues. 
this is a song that's going to be hopefully his big song. I really hope this is a big hit for him. He deserves it. I like Cole Swindell a lot. He deserves the, the hits. He deserves the attention. And then there's another song by Imagine Dragons and Kygo called Born to Be Yours that is absolutely trash. I do not like this song whatsoever. It does not uh, make me want to bob my head. It doesn't make me want to shake it. it. It doesn't make me feel anything but boredom. Uh, it, uh, if you like Imagine Dragons, please give it a shot. I ha I like Imagine Dragons. I've seen them live a couple times. I do enjoy them as a band. Kygo I'm not familiar with, but this song just didn't grab me. Maybe it will over time, but as of now, it's a no-go for me. Last big single, let's talk about BB Rexa's next single that is building towards her album that comes out this Friday that I'll be reviewing next week. Uh, the song is called I'm a Mess, and this song is awesome. I love this song. Uh, I'm not a big pop fan, but BB Rexa, I can I could listen to. I really like her voice and her style. I'm a Mess is very good. It's basically talking about how I'm a mess. She's a loser. She's a hater. She's just... It's a negative song, but it's got a nice beat and a nice vibe to it that it just makes me want to jam it all the time, and it's very, very, very good. Let's talk about the new album by Nas called Nasser, like yes sir, but Nasser. So this album dropped with seven songs. This song was performed by Nas, but the, all the production was done by none other than Kanye West. Kanye had all the production done, and I didn't like this album. I kept three out of the seven songs. I gave it two stars out of five. This album did not vibe with me. The songs that did I like, however, were Cops Shot the Kid featuring Kanye West, White Label, and Simple Things. But this album did not bump for me. I uh, was really looking forward to it. I'm not a big Nas fan. In fact, I don't think I've ever listened to anything before this by Nas. So it didn't really hit that well for me. Um, so yeah, maybe I'll give it another listen over time, but... As of right now, I just, I just did not vibe with that uh, that album. But an album I did vibe with, and an album I really liked a lot, was actually none other than J Rock's new album, Redemption. This album came out with thirteen songs, and out of those thirteen, I kept nine. The songs that stood out to me were "Knock It Off," "Es Tales," "Rotation One Hundred and Twelfth," "Tap Out," featuring Jeremiah. OSOM featuring J. Cole, King's Dead featuring Future, which is actually the song from the Black Panther soundtrack, which is pretty cool, Broke Plus Minus, Redemption featuring SZA, and Win. Now this album is a hit. I really like this. Again, J-Rock, not someone I've listened to before the Black Panther album when he was on the King's Dead song with Future and Kendrick Lamar. However, it was good. I really liked this album. I really like his style, I like the flow, I like the production in all these songs. It was very well done. Uh, go listen to J-Rock's album, Redemption. Give it a shot. Why not? The last album I want to talk about is something that I didn't see coming, and I don't think anyone else saw coming, uh, which is Everything is Love by The Carters, which are Jay-Z and Beyonce. They dropped this surprise album. Uh, together and it is amazing this is one of the best albums of this year so far this um launched with nine songs and out of those nine i kept seven i kept ape shit boss nice 713 friends heard about us black effect these songs are awesome especially ape shit and boss ape shit's got 
The Migos doing the ad libs, which is just really it, the song is fast. Beyonce's rapping. That's the thing about this. Beyonce's rapping in like all of these songs, and she's going hard. She's she's really good. And here's the thing. This is going to be an unpopular opinion, so brace yourselves. I'm not the biggest Beyonce fan or the biggest Jay Z fan. I respect the fact that Jay Z is one of the greatest lap- rappers to ever live. Also, one of the greatest businessmen to ever live. I respect the fact that Beyonce is one of the best-selling pop artists of our time, but I don't think she's that great. I mean, of course, she's wonderfully talented. She's got an amazing singing voice and performing uh, talent, but I just don't like her that much. Like, I can't listen to her music myself. She's talented, no doubt, but I can't vibe with her myself. However, her performance on this album blew me away. I gave this album 5 out of 5 stars, and it very much so deserves it. And most of it is honestly because of Beyonce's parts. Jay-Z's rapping verses were great, but this album is Beyonce's shine. Like, I really liked this album. Uh, It's going to probably be in one of my... uh, It's probably going to be in my top ten favorite albums of each year. So, or from this year, sorry. So, yeah, that's that. Those are the musics uh, that I've been listening to recently. Let's talk about some video game hype. Let's talk about this game that came out last week. It's called Jurassic World Evolution. Jurassic World Evolution is available on Microsoft Windows, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. It came out June 12th, 2018. It is a business simulation game. It is developed by Frontier Developments. So, Jurassic World Evolution is a business simulation video game developed and published by Frontier Developments. Uh, The game is based on the 2015 film Jurassic World and allows the player to construct and operate a Jurassic World dinosaur theme park. The game includes voice acting from Jeff Jeff Goldblum, Bryce Dallas Howard, and B.D. Wong, reprising the roles from the Jurassic Park film franchise. Uh, According to Metacritic, the PlayStation 4 and Windows version received mixed and average reviews. This game did not hit that well with the... Uh, with the critics, but at the same time, they don't know what they're talking about. Dinosaurs is this game's main attraction. The game features approximately 40 dinosaur species at launch. Players need to build enclosures to contain certain dinosaurs for visitors viewing. They need the needs of different dinosaurs, such as the type of food they eat, the extent of their social interactions, the kind of environment they live in, must be met to keep them healthy or satisfied, especially because if they're not happy... Carnivores will attack other carnivores. They will attack other species. Um, Players also uh, construct rides. Uh, They construct businesses in the park, like gift shops, uh, clothing stands, etc. And uh, these these all make money that the player then spends on upgrading uh, habitats and fences. And let's be real. Uh, like I said earlier, these needs of these dinosaurs need to be kept or else they will break out. And trust me, they do break out easily. I, uh, spawned in some velociraptors the other day, just testing it out. And it's hard to keep these raptors happy. You got to give them a huge playpen to play around and you got to give them plenty of food or else they will rebel and they will break out and they will eat your guests. That's the thing. When dinosaurs break out, it doesn't just like end. It will show you what happens. These dinosaurs break out. And your guests will be killed. And then you will have to deal with legal fees. This game is... This game being a game about dinosaur theme park 
this game is very realistic in the sense that if something goes wrong in your park, you will be punished for it. Like the other day, I just, for shits and giggles, let my Tyrannosaurus Rex out of its enclosure, and it killed like 13 people. It was awful. It was a massacre, but it was hilarious. But I was then charged like $2 million in legal fees from the guests' families that lost their loved one in a Tyrannosaurus Rex attack. So... This game is very realistic in the repercussions of what happens if your theme park goes astray. So def basically there's five islands that you... Each island is easier than the last. And each island you get progressively bigger and badder and harder to keep happy dinosaurs. And at the very end you get a sandbox island where you can basically do whatever you want. Uh, every major dinosaur from the films are in this. The Dilophosaurus, the Triceratops, the Indominus Rex, the Spinosaurus. Except the, the one thing I've got to... There's no... Uh, flying dinosaurs or aquatic dinosaurs in this game. I'm sure that'll be a DLC thing added later, but as of right now, there are no water or flying dinosaurs, which is a very interesting uh, thing. But I understand where that could be harder because flying dinosaurs and swimming dinosaurs are harder to manage, so that'll probably be DLC later on. Uh, the game is very difficult. I played it for like two days and considered selling it or deleting it. I just, I had no fun with this game for the first like day and a half of playing it because it was hard. It was, it's hard to realize that you're supposed to pace yourself, you're supposed to set up a dinosaur enclosure, then just let the game sit because then you make money over time. You're not supposed to just spend all your money right away and then nothing happened. So this game does a very good job of teaching you how hard it is to run a business and I saw that. And I appreciate it now because now I'm semi-decent at the game. But this game is difficult. I think I gave this game 3 out of 5 stars. That, But that review I don't think was fair. I think this game deserves 4 out of 5 stars. It's very fun. It's very cool. The graphics are incredible. I really enjoyed playing this game. And I'm just going to keep on playing it. Uh, I really enjoy, for the most part the uh the, the i guess there's no story but the graphics are very good again very very uh entertaining game i i i just i i enjoy this a lot i enjoyed this game please go check it out it is available june 12th 2018 for digital download Physical copies are available July, I believe, the 5th, which is very interesting. I don't know why they did that, because I pre-ordered the game, and then as soon as, like, okay, June 12th is here, I'm going to go pick it up, and they're like, nope, doesn't come out, so I was like, that's lame. So I went and bought it digitally, and I sold my pre-order and got credit towards another game coming out later this year. So that's a win for me. Let's talk about... Uh, Let's just talk about, real quick, the meme of the week. The meme of the week is, of course, probably the granddaddy of all memes, the Rickroll. If you don't know what the Rickroll is, I have a link in the description taking you to what the Rickroll is for those older generations. Basically, back in the day of you, uh, when YouTube, uh, this was a YouTube ma mainly subject, say 
you were clicking on a video that had spoilers for a movie that's not coming out for two years. You click it, this Rick Roll video comes up. It's basically a way of saying, haha, sucker, got your ass. Um, yeah, that's what Rick Roll means. Look it up. The Vine of the Week is one of my favorite vines of all time. It's got to be Squidward hitting the dab. Again, a link in the, a link in the description will link you to this uh, YouTube clip. This it's just hilarious. You've just got to watch it. I think it's I think it's just mind-blowingly funny. So, if you've gotten to this point, that means you've liked the show to, enough to listen to it to the very end, which I appreciate if you do. And if you do, you should go and leave a rating and a review of the show. And helps me out tremendously. Tells me what I'm doing right, what I'm doing wrong. Please do this for me. Please. As well as subscribing. Like I said earlier, you should subscribe because it lets you know when new episodes come out. And it lets you know what's, uh, what's up with the pod. Speaking of knowing what's up with the pod, you should follow the social networks. The Twitter is at Butts Podcast and the Instagram is at Hold On To Your Butts Pod. If you want to follow me for... Some reason you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Logan Lewis ninety six and the Snapchat is L A L E W ninety six. Add me on those socials. Tell me what's up, what is going on with me. You can know if you follow me on the socials. You should do that. Thank you all for listening. I'll probably bring you another episode of a top ten this weekend. Got to figure out what it is. Uh, everybody, please have a great week and uh, hold on to your butts. Peace, y'all. In the time it takes you to listen to this ad, almost three million gallons of water will have flowed over the deck at Niagara Falls. And when that deck needs to be protected from all that water, it's sealed with America's recognized brand in water protection, Thompson's Water Seal. Oh, look, another 100,000 gallons. Weather protected, water sealed. Thompson's Water Seal. Trust the seal. Available at a retailer near you.